Welcome to MMC Radio, brought to you by Maine Medical Center, Maine's leader in patient care, education, and research, all centered around you. Here is our host, Melanie Cole. As many as 1 in 11 people will experience a kidney stone at some point in their lives. But preventing stones is far more effective, less painful, and less expensive. And at Maine, we're committed to helping you do so. My guest today is Dr. Eric Taylor. He's a nationally recognized authority on kidney stones at Maine Medical Center. Welcome to the show, Dr. Taylor. Tell us first, what are kidney stones? Oh, thank you, Melanie. Uh, kidney stones are an abnormal collection of minerals uh, that form in the kidney, and they can cause problems when they pass from the kidney into the ureter and block the normal flow of urine. So do people that develop kidney stones, does, do they have to develop kidney stones? How do they develop them? Yeah, so there's, there's lots of different kinds of kidney stones, um, and there's lots of different ways of preventing them. Um, I, one of the major things that I like to communicate to uh, my patients and also to anyone who suffers from kidney stone disease, um, that if, if you do have a problem with stones, um, you don't have to continue having that problem. Um, with the right uh, evaluation uh, and the right treatment strategy, um, kidney stone recurrence is completely preventable. Can you prevent it before you even have your first kidney stone? Um, you can. Um, I generally don't recommend primary prevention of kidney stones. Um, so, in other words, if you've never had a kidney stone before, I don't think it makes sense to take special measures to, to prevent the development of the first one. Um, the risk of recurrence in someone who's already had a stone is quite high. It can be up to around 40% at five years. So if someone has had a kidney stone, even one, um, I generally offer them um, a, a metabolic workup so we can formulate a plan for prevention. So tell us how this kidney stone prevention program works. Well, the first thing that we do is we get a referral, which is um, often but not always from the patient's uh, urologist. Um, and urologists are surgeons that often specialize in removing kidney stones. Um, and the way we start is we see if there's a kidney stone available for us to, to analyze. Sometimes we have that, sometimes we don't. Um, but the cornerstone of our metabolic analysis is a 24-hour urine collection. And after we have a 24-hour urine collection, then I have my first meeting with, um, with the kidney stone patients. Um, I get to know about them, about their medical history, um, about their prior attempts at kidney stone prevention. Um, and then we decide we need to do more um, diagnostic evaluation. Um, we review the urine collection, and then we prescribe a specific set of either dietary interventions, and sometimes we even prescribe medications as well. So what then would send somebody to see you? They've had recurring kidney stones. They start this program with you. What does the outcome look like? Well, for patients who are motivated to change uh, dietary or lifestyle behaviors, um, the outcomes are, can be very, very good. Um, there are a variety of randomized controlled trials that have shown that the risk of recurrence can be reduced dramatically with appropriate uh, therapies um, between 50 and 80 percent reduction in risk of recurrence. Um, we generally uh, don't offer kidney stone prevention strategies to patients who aren't really interested in making any changes um, because um, that, that wouldn't be productive. Tell us about dietary changes and what goes on with somebody that is really dedicated to the program. Yeah, so, so almost all of my patients um, end up making uh, dietary changes. 
Um, the exact dietary recommendation, however, can depend on the type of kidney stone they've had um, and also depends on the composition of their 24-hour urine. Um, with the exception of increased fluid intake, um, we don't make specific recommendations about diet until we're able to look at 24-hour urine. And what would some of those diet recommendations be for the listeners? So some common dietary prescriptions include uh, reductions in salt intake. Um, we occasionally make modifications in the amount of animal protein intake. Uh, we also um, quite frequently um, will discontinue or adjust uh, current medications that patients are on. Um, we make recommendations about um, certain dietary supplements, um, and, and there's many more. Now, what about ongoing monitoring? If somebody is following the program, then how are you monitoring their treatment? Right. So the, the long-term goal of working with a kidney stone patient is, that, is to actually not have them need a urologist, not to have them need a, a kidney stone surgeon anymore. Um, so um, after we've recommended our uh, prevention uh, regimen, we'll often repeat the 24-hour urine collection. Um, and if a patient's been stone-free for a number of years, and if the 24-hour urine collection look, looks good over, over a number of years, um, we can often discharge the patient from the program. But a number of my patients I will see annually, um, and what we'll do is we'll monitor uh, both their clinical kidney stone disease as well as their urine composition. Dr. Taylor, is there anything in the general public that we should know? Does drinking water help prevent kidney stones or eating calcium-rich foods but not using so much calcium supplements? Are any of these types of things good ideas? Yeah, so again, if, if, if a patient or an individual has never had a problem with kidney stones, I, I don't think it makes sense to, to, to worry about it. Um, for individuals who have suffered from kidney stones, um, however, in general, you're absolutely right. Increasing fluid intake will help. Um, we no longer recommend dietary calcium restriction for uh, prevention of calcium-containing kidney stones. Um, but again, the important take-home message is that specific dietary recommendations really need to be tailored uh, to the individual patient, and that does involve um, a metabolic evaluation. And Dr. Taylor, tell patients why they should choose the Maine Medical Partners Kidney Stone Prevention Program. Yeah, well, we, we are a unique, unique program. We're the first and currently only comprehensive kidney stone prevention uh, program in New England. And we have a collaborative uh, focus. We work very closely with our colleagues in urology, um, as well as our colleagues in endocrinology, endocrinology and pediatric nephrology. And we also have the resource, uh, resources of a um, dedicated uh, dietitian as well. So I think we're a very special program. It sounds like it. And now give your best advice for the listeners that have had recurring kidney stones, things that you really want them to know. Yeah, well, I think the, the single most important message I'd like to convey is that recurrent kidney stones are preventable. And I see a very large number of patients in my practice um, who have had uh, numerous debilitating um, events of, of symptomatic kidney stones, as well as many patients who have had many surgeries for kidney stone removal. And the most important thing is that, that people know that something can be done about that. This is a preventable disease. 
Well, that is great information. Thank you so much, Dr. Eric Taylor. You're listening to MMC Radio, and for more information, you can go to mainmedicalcenter.org. That's mainmedicalcenter.org, mmc.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.